Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. A watershed day in sports because sports gambling is now going to be allowed. States looking to legalize sports betting. Ruling comes down on Monday. The Supreme Court saying, oh, a ban on sports gambling? That is not right. We are changing this decision, and now sports gambling will be allowed throughout the states who want to legalize it. Think about the legal fees that get uh, to be racked up state to sure. state. You want to bet how many states uh, rack up legal fees? How many? How about that? We're gonna, everything is going to be gambling. Everything's yeah, gambling. We're able to say it. How many fingers of yours am I going to smash <laughs> in the next eight minutes? Uh, so about 12 to 15 states want to jump on board right oh, yeah. away. I was already seeing New Jersey. is like, yeah, we're ready to go tomorrow. We're ready. We're ready. We, we got, we're ready. We just got to take the tarp off and we're ready. We are ready to go. Ready, Once. ready, 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 ready. Well, the joke was like on The Simpsons when Fat Tony had a, said I could have you up and running in five minutes. <laughs> you know who else is ready for this? Who's this? Despite the fact he's got a big game coaching tonight, Steve Kerr is ready for this legalization of gambling. 
I'm taking the Warriors plus the one and a half. <laughs> Sorry. I read, that, I read that whole story about gambling this morning, and I, so I guess now I'm allowed to announce my, my picks for the week. Stay away from Boston tomorrow. You've got to be, really, be careful on those game twos. All right, that's very good. Now, the, the call to the post here, a paramutual wagering has been available to everyone. Uh-huh. So, you know, that one, you know, it's... Yeah, but when you hear gambling, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the call to the post is what you think of. I, I hear check, check. <laughs> no, no, no. Malkovich's voice say? starts no. going through my head. You're going to start or, licking Oreos? Or degenerate gambler Fred no, Flintstone no, no. What do you hear is gambling? at the front and center. You know, if I say gambling, you think of... Everybody get to the window. Time to gamble. Yeah, but at least with the horses, there's a little bit of, you know, a little more skill that I can, can apply to. Don't play it. Look. Don't play it. Yeah, well. <laughs> the loser goes in the fire. Oh, that is true. I'm going to bet that horse is going to get thrown in the fire. Now, that's an in-race prop bet. The guy that's running last at oh. the, with a furlong to go. No, now we're talking. Hey, which of these guys has turned into horse meat sandwiches? And, uh, which goes to the glue factory? Which one goes to the fire? Betting. We'll analyze all that coming up next as the Jason and Mike show about gambling continues. What do you got, Golden Headphones? I have a chance for both of you guys to jump on the Rockets here with uh, four plus minutes to go. Okay. The, odds, you, are, the what, odds are pretty good in your favor. What can you give me right now? About 30 to 1. 30 to 1? Wow. May the odds forever be in your favor. Down 9. Might as well be 1,000. Yeah. Well, let's, let's see. Down 9 with six minutes to go. 30 to 1's not bad. Oh, that's far bigger payout you're getting from anybody else. Oh, I, I, I'll take that 30 to 1. I, I yeah, got yeah, to take that. Just put a buck on the table. He, he offered it. Is this good or bad? That's for, three possessions, buddy. Is this good or bad for Brent Musburger? Like, is it good that everybody now, or is it, see, did he have the niche and now? No, this is oh, fine. great. No, I this was is the, fine. I was the gambling no, guy. No, 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 no. Because every, every jackass that thinks he can talk gambling is going to try to talk gambling as it is. So, oh. The floodgates were already open. I mean, that, there was nothing stopping a guy from barking into a microphone, laying out picks. So hey, many uh, late guys. Nine. I mean, come on. So many sports talk guys now on TV are going to start smoking and talking and grabbing. Well, if they voices. start smoking, that'd be pretty cool. But, I mean, we, uh, we didn't shy away from it on, on our fantasy show. We talked about it for years. We'd get a, an occasional, hey, you might be going a little too far. Or some friends would be, uh, you know, that were around the league might say, hey, you know, they probably don't like that. I'm like, until I get a cease and desist on official company letterhead or a two-minute a review letter saying, hey, that last segment was off the rails. I'm going to make as many over and under on player props and, and game props as I can. I mean, because when you look at the over-under for an NFL game, that's the deciding factor if you've got a toss-up between two guys on your roster, right? Is the over-under 53.5 points or is it 42? Where am I trying to find <laughs> points? Where's my value? It's on the bigger bigger over-under line. So we were had no problems for the last decade on Fox Sports Radio leading you to the water. So with the Supreme Court striking down sports betting laws, Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. All the sports are going to get involved, and the NFL really wants to get involved because there's a lot of money. That's why this happened today. There's a lot of money that states want, that sports want, because of all the money being bet and gambled on a yearly basis. Everybody wants a part of the pie. They've realized that, like we, we say with many things, the world always moves forward. Sometimes progress is halted, and, and we, we move slowly, but we never really go back. And going forward, gambling was more and more accepted, whether it was legal or not, and that was just the way of the world. And gambling is so big, 
And it's so popular now that you really don't have to worry about, oh, fixing games because gambling has gotten so big. And you can say out of control, but it's not really out of control. But it's just gotten so big that it's no longer nefarious. It's no longer, hey, done behind closed doors. People are gambling from apps on their phones now. So this is why... No one is fighting it anymore. Okay, we don't have to worry about that image. Now the NFL is on a 180 going, oh, gambling, okay. Now they're like, hey, we want things to be figured out soon so we can get in on this because the NFL, everybody wants to make more money. And that's really at the heart of all of it is that they've realized we can't beat them, join them. And so now everything is going that way. It's crazy because when I was at NFL Network, and this is just four years ago that I was, that I was there, I, I was there for three years, you could never say anything. About oh even gambling yeah, nothing. Yeah. In fact, I remember doing a show once, and you know the fantasy show that I that, that I did fantasy live, and I said during a segment, and I said all right, you know if you want to gamble and hope that I, I don't know who it was, let's say if you want to gamble and hope Ben Roethlisberger plays on Sunday, well then you know keep him and 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 pick up a quarterback on Monday night right. who's not as good. And so we did. It was just talking about you know do do I want to play Roethlisberger? Do I pick up somebody else? Whatever. Right. So if you want to gamble, he's literally gonna be, not he's going to be there on Sunday. At all. And right, yeah. after it, our producer stops. We may have to do that segment again. Why? Because Jason said gambling. I said, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like I said, gambling. What did I say? They said you said if you want to gamble that Roethlisberger is going to play on Sunday, pick up somebody on Monday night. And I said, yeah. He goes, I I don't know that that word is going to be okay. A loaded so we word almost in had the league. To, yeah. We almost had to stop. Had to do, redo an entire segment. Because they're doing it, taping it for for live for air. Because I said the word gamble. I mean, that's what it, this is four years ago. What it was like. You had to stop just to say that. And now the NFL is saying, "Hey, when are we going to have this stuff? We're we're, we're kind of ready. We're kind of ready to go. We're ready. Hey, integrity of the game. Integrity of the game. Hey, there's money to be made now. It's okay. And I mean it. It's not. There's no danger. And I get that leagues are now saying things like we have to make sure that there's no business that's done that's going to hurt the integrity of the game, how people believe in the game. We get that from baseball. We get that from the NCAA. All that. I get that that's lip service because there's no way that's happening. It's so big now you can't fix it. You could. You have just as, as big a chance to fix something now as you did 30 years ago. It's even harder now because of the way everything. When big bets come in, hey, there's a red flag on this. we got to go look at this. Why did this bet come in? Well, because someone tweeted that so-and-so was going to play, and they didn't think so. A big bet comes in. All that stuff is flagged right away. There's, It's almost impossible to do it because it's gotten that large. It's so out in the open, it's like there's no place to hide. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I said the Warriors in five. You had the Warriors in a sweep. And there's many things that we said that are going to play out that we're going to get to over the course of the next three hours here on the show tonight, or two and a half hours on the show tonight. And number one was this. If you bought into the Warriors struggling, you are a fool. You are an absolute fool. The Warriors have been to three finals in a row. All right? At some point, you get sick and tired of the regular season. Or you hit lulls during the regular season, which is what happened. And Steve Kerr, and his gambling advice, tried to keep things as fresh as they could. I can't get through to my team. They're not playing well. I'm going to have the players coach during the huddle. Just trying to dance to find a way to get past and through the regular season. Oh, the Warriors are vulnerable. Why? Steph Curry was hurt. And now they're not going to finish first. They're not going to have home court advantage. All of these things. And it was all stupid if you bought into it because the Warriors 
were playing this whole season to peak for right now. This was when they wanted to peak, and you saw it. That second-round series, oh, Pelicans may give them some trouble. They go up and down the floor like they, oh, you know, I don't know. They, yeah, what happened? That wasn't even close. Wasn't even, game one, it was, well, okay, we thought there was going to be trouble, and that really isn't going to happen. They are peaking for this moment, and here they are. Sorry, Rockets, but that's what's happening right now. They are peaking for this round and the round after. That's why I picked them in five, why you picked them for a sweep, because that's what we saw. I mean, I feel like, boy, I should have gone to Vegas. If only they had legalized sports gambling before today, I could have made a lot of money. Yeah, but we could have been in the car. way to a lot of money. No, come on. You could have found a man. And that's, I can't and that's one of the things God. in this whole, whole gambling found, thing. you say I could have found a man? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's very strange. But it's very how many Why times you, have you heard gambling you, shows and you could have found products saying, I will crush your man? You could have found someone in the back of a bar, at no, no, no. a playing field. Tell me when you go coach your kids' game. They're not people on their phones trying to figure out gambling lines. Come on. There's all sorts of opportunities to get some action. But you, but that's not a phrase. You say you could have. I, I know a guy. I know a guy. I could have found a guy. I could have found. But I have no time to get in a car to go to. I got to gamble from my phone if I'm going to get. Well, that's but, the thing. But here's the thing. Gambling, maybe, maybe, maybe Walt's got some time on his hand. Maybe you could have said, "Hey, Walt, I'll make it my worth dad your while." Has a lot of time. On get, his hands. get in the car. Get to he Vegas. Does. Get across the lines. Go get me some uh, action. He can't, he can't really drive at night. So I mean, it's, it's he'd have to leave early in the morning. That's fine. Day. So he leaves early in the he's, day. He's like a reverse vampire. That's fine. So he leaves early, so he gets a little bit of light in the morning, get a little bit of daylight, <laughs> get some miles under him. He's in Vegas in plenty of times to bet your games. You but, should see my dad's forearms from driving around during the day. My God, they beat red. Nice. He looks like Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, that's not from driving around. <laughs> no, no, no. If he said he was from Popeye, if he looked like Popeye, then we go south. But the Warriors win. And look, this is what they're going to They're aim is to peak right now, and they're doing it. Steve Kerr, who is never a real big smack talk guy, what did he say before the series? I like my guys. We got rings. You think you have an advantage, Rockets? We got rings. Whoa. Steve Kerr doesn't talk like that. Very rarely do you hear him give some kind of chest-thumping statement about his Well, team. normally he's telling me what I should watch and who I should pay attention yeah, to. You, so this was pretty good. He's telling you I was all yeah. I was all about this. It was I was all except, about yeah. puffing out the chest and saying, hey, we're right here. Everything except basketball. I'm going to weigh in on the president. <laughs> I'm going to weigh in on foreign policy. Lamar I'm going to weigh in on the Avengers. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the – what about basketball? What do you oh, think, ah, he, what do you think he bet on the opening weekend of the Avengers? He couldn't. It wasn't legalized. Uh, I I think he could have found his I man no, too. I got to bet on the opening weekend of solo now. At least I can do that. Oh, that's not really sports gambling. That's just it doesn't that's matter. A sports guy gambling. It's all. Thank you. Well, there's plenty of those guys <laughs> who found their way to riches or ruination. A couple more things on the Warriors Rockets game tonight because already I'm getting so much hate for Steph Curry. But we'll save that for a few minutes. Sometimes it's simple, and when we talked about the series coming into it. When I made my pick on Friday, I said, look, they're peaking now, and sometimes math is very easy. Four superstars are greater than two superstars. That's just math. It's two whole superstars that are greater than the other team's superstars. And since today's about gambling and starting to learn math and impute numbers, this is a good thing. And look at tonight's game. Look at tonight's game. Your two superstars for the Rockets, James Harden went for 41. He had a great game. Very silent. How many, how many points did he Quiet give up, though? I, I think at best he was 
he gave up at least 41 points himself. It was, it was a quiet 41, but he still went for 41. And he shot well. He was 14 out of 24. He, he was pretty good really in the layup well. line. Chris Paul was 23, 11 rebounds, and three assists. That's a pretty good game. All right, so you look at your top two stars. If I told you game one, you're getting 41 from Harden and 23, 11, and three from Chris Paul, you think, okay, we're feeling pretty good. But that's it. That's really what you got. Eric Gordon, 15 points. Everybody else was basically invisible. Now you look at the Warriors. Not to give you too many stats, but Kevin Durant, there was a stretch where he owned the game tonight. And there's Kevin Durant has stretches where I look at him and I go, he's the best player in the NBA. If you're looking at him just for this stretch, I go, he's better than LeBron. He's better than everybody. He has those kinds of dominant stretches. He went for 37 tonight. Steph Curry had a rough night. He did not play very well. Wound up with 18, but it doesn't matter. Why? Because Klay Thompson, your fourth star on this team, goes for 28, and he had a stretch where it looked like when the Rockets were trying – the Rockets were down three pretty much the entire third quarter. They would get It would be five, then it would be six, it would be three, then it would be five, it would be three. And every time they got it down to three, I feel like Klay Thompson hit a big shot, and that was a guy to get hot for a few minutes there. So now you look at the four superstars of the Warriors. Yeah, Draymond Green was only five points tonight, but nine assists, nine rebounds, two steals, two blocks. He's plus nineteen and an agitator, and as we know from the. It took him sixty-seven jump. seconds to get a, to get his first. That's technical. right. Very very quick work. For so him. your four stars tonight. How can you how can you defeat that if you are the Rockets when your four stars to varying degrees come through? Like I said, it was a bad night for Steph Curry. He was eight out of fifteen from the floor. I mean, that's well, still it. shooting you're, well. You still, if you're going star 18. for star, you're two stars and he's on eight and six. Right. But that's still a bad. I mean, it was a bad. He was invisible from the four well, minute mark of the third quarter yep. till the uh, basically twelve minutes of game time. We got more on stuff coming up. I promise you. But he had a. A decent night, but he was invisible, and still it was enough with these four stars. I mean, sometimes the math is that simple. Four superstars is greater than two superstars. I don't know how the Rockets can combat that. Now they've lost home court advantage. Now they're playing game two just to make it a series, and I don't know how you come back and go, okay, now we we can make it that series. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Tonight's game. Shows you once again. Everybody, let's, let's take, take a deep breath now and talk about Steph Curry, system quarterback. Relax. KNBR, I'm ready for my interview at any time, anytime you want to call. You saw the game tonight, and every time it happens, we talk about it. And there's people who apparently are new to the world of sports that go, you think Kevin Durant's more indispensable than Steph Curry? That's a horrible take. Did you watch a game all year? All you people on fan on, on fantasy. All you people on Twitter live <laughs> in fantasy You're living in land. fantasy land. That's and, right. And you're all new. This is something we have talked about for over a year. Steph Curry is a fantastic player. The system in Golden State is the star. And if you have to play without one guy, the Warriors would much rather play without Steph Curry than play without Kevin Durant. Tonight, Kevin Durant picked up the game by the scruff of the neck and said, I will carry us through whatever you need. And he had shot after shot after shot when the Rockets are trying their damnedest to get that deficit down to equal, and they couldn't. They couldn't get it down. They got it down to three, but Durant kept hitting shots. They would go down for razzle-dazzle crazy hoops that ended in alley-oops with one second left on the shot clock, and they worked really hard for 23 seconds, and the Warriors would go back down, and Durant would hit a shot and calmly trot back down. Steph Curry did not score. 
from the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter until the two-and-a-half-minute mark of uh, the four-minute mark of the third quarter until the two-and-a-half-minute mark of the fourth quarter. All right, now he sat for a bit, but this is still Warriors without Steph Curry. And the Warriors' lead went from five to double digits, and they won by 13. And don't give me, oh, but Steph affects it. It's like everybody got an answer for everything. No, but here's it's the like thing. Anybody that wants to defend Steph Curry has an answer for it. But he defends. No, 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 stop. Just stop. Just stop. Steph Curry is not the best player on the Warriors. Kevin Durant is the guy. If they really thought that they were good enough, they wouldn't have gone out to get Kevin Durant after they lost the finals to the Cavs. They saw after that, you know what? Steph is not enough going forward. Steph is not enough. He can't. He's not a guy that can get to the hoop when he needs to. He's a terrific player within this system. He is fan. He went from a borderline All Star player into being. Oh, he's the greatest player ever. You know what? Steph Curry is a great guy. He's a fantastic player. He enjoys a great reputation, and his plays are pretty. His plays are pretty. He hits a, a three from thirty five feet out. It's pretty. He is a terrific player. Kevin Durant is the guy they can't do without. Every time they miss Steph Curry in a playoff game. Doesn't matter. They find a way to win. And Kevin Durant is the guy that has taken up that mantle. Trust me, if you pulled all the Warriors, who can you not play a game without? They would all say KD. Can't play a game without KD. Well, what everybody will point to is the end of the regular season when the Warriors went 7-10 and 10 without Curry in those 17 games and saying, ah, oh, no, the doom and gloom. And again, we, we go back all the way through as to how much they just didn't care. They were getting to through the regular season, letting Steph get his rest, and then it became a question mark of how quickly they were going to push him back onto the court, how quickly they felt they needed him versus how much he was pushing to get back on the court. That was one of those little side side stories that was going on at the end of the regular season. So it's an easy data point to pull that out, but the reality is it's winning time. And when push comes to shove, you want – Kevin Durant as the guy with the ball in his hand. We watched him take over a game. That, not saying Steph Curry hasn't done that before, and I, I certainly don't go down the the road. I mean, you've got the system quarterback T-shirt on. I, I still <laughs> acknowledge his top ten in the league status a, along the way, but you, you certainly decided somewhere along the way that, hey, four superstars, if we can pull this off under the cap, is a wonderful thing. These guys will get along. They enjoy playing together, and I think that's really the – the hallmark of what you got going. I mean, if, if this last report was true that came out a couple days ago, Clay Thompson's legitimately going to leave $60 million on the table to stay with the Warriors. You must really have a fantastic locker room and, and lifestyle going on there for someone to leave that much cash on the table. Steph Curry, part of that equation, but certainly not the guy who's the chief variable. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live. From the Geico Studios. Uh, how about we hear a little bit of Steve Kerr? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, here. Is he going to tell you how much he cashed? <laughs> Steve Kerr with his top parlays for tomorrow's action, both in the NBA and on the diamond. If I'm you listen to me earlier, yeah, if you listen to me earlier, you're licking bills right now. Uh, I crushed your man. <laughs> here's Steve Kerr. Uh, first question being answered, talking about the lineup. He rolled out for Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. You start the lineup that you did, which is your best five. Uh, you push the minutes. Of the, the Hamptons five. That's what I understand, yeah. and they're named, yes. Uh, you can say it now. I mean, how badly did you feel you had to win this game? How, much, how many chips did you push in to win this game? Uh, well, we felt it was important um, to get off to a good start, and that's why we made the decision to, to start Andre. We had good momentum uh, from the last series, and uh, 
the matchups are good. You know, we've got to switch, and everybody's got to be able to guard on the perimeter, and Andre's one of our best defenders, obviously. So we just decided to start that way to try to get off to a good start, and uh, we actually didn't. We got off to a slow start, but we hung in there, and, and uh, you know, it's a long game, 48 minutes. Uh, so I, I was proud of the way our guys kind of hung in there after that first uh, blow that we took and, and got right back in the game. Steve, uh, Hunter Houston Chronicle. Uh, Draymond gets the technical early on. He ends up having two points in that first half, but then in the second half, uh, well, he finishes the game with the highest plus minus. Was there anything in terms of that you might have said to him, that anybody said to him, that, that made him adjust in any way? How is it that in the no. second half he, he, he had that kind I of mean, performance? You know, Draymond is one of the most competitive people on the planet, and, um, you know, I thought early in the game he was so fired up that uh, it just got away from him a little bit. And... Um, once he settled in, he, I thought he was tremendous. His defense was amazing, and you know he controlled the game. I thought um, in many ways, um, he's just an amazing player. He's a, he's it's hard to describe what he does, um, but he he's perfect modern day NBA player. He guards everybody and rebounds and passes and makes plays and uh, obviously brings the energy and the competitiveness that can drive a team. So I thought he, I thought Draymond was awesome. Steve Marcus Thompson with the Athletic. Uh, KD looked just like you out there, didn't he? Like me? Yeah, like when you're playing days, you used to hit yeah, all those yeah, shots. Yeah, we're right? very very similar <laughs> players. Yeah. When he's in a groove like that, are you just saying, "Hey, let's let's feed him the ball," or is it just a feel thing, still motion offense? Um, yeah, I mean, you know how we play. We 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 want to keep the ball moving, um, but obviously, um, you know, Kevin is the ultimate luxury uh, because a, a play can break down. Um, and you just throw him the ball, and uh, and he can get you a bucket as well as anybody on on uh, on earth. So, um, Kevin, you know this is this is why we, I mean, this is why anybody would want him on their team. But um, you think about a couple of years ago, and we're in the finals, and we couldn't couldn't quite get over the hump. Um, you know, Kevin's a guy who puts you over the hump, and and uh, he, I don't I don't know what you do to guard him. He's uh, he can get any shot he wants. Okay. I'll take my victory lap now. Steve Kerr even said, "Look what I said." If I had no idea that that's what he was going to end by saying. How about saying. that? That what a gift. But they, but that's exactly what it was. Look, remember the final seconds of Game Seven was Steph Curry trying to dribble between his legs and Kevin Love out on the perimeter playing defense on him. Curry wasn't enough. He wasn't enough with that team, with that Cavaliers team, with Kyrie, LeBron, Kevin. Love. It wasn't enough. Let's go out and get Kevin Durant. Now they get Kevin Durant. And okay, and now they're winning, and they're going to win again, and this is what it is. You can't tell me that Steph Curry is still that great player when it comes to who they can't win without, because it's clear that they can. Every time he's been out in the playoffs, they have won without him. They have not struggled. They lost a little bit at the end of the regular season, but then they had lost on and off intermittently throughout the regular season when he was in the lineup, when he was not in the lineup. That's just how it goes for the Warriors. Kevin Durant, they wouldn't have gone out and gotten Kevin Durant if Steph Curry was really that great. It would say, well, you know what? We lose Game 7 of the Finals. Draymond got suspended the game that the, the Cavaliers came back to get back in the series. We're still head and shoulders above everybody else. We don't need to go get another alpha guy. And what happened? They went out to get another alpha guy. That's an indictment on Steph Curry. No, That's they went it. and got the alpha guy. They went out they and didn't got, get another alpha they guy. Got they the got alpha the guy. alpha guy. They went out and got him because they needed him because what they had wasn't enough. Well, and how do you match up with him? You try to guard him up up top, he's going to take you on one or two dribbles to the hole. Otherwise, he's hitting jump shots. When he gets in a zone like this tonight, there's no chance. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Joining us now on the hotline. After watching the Golden Knights beat the Jets tonight, hey, finally somebody slows down Sam Darnold. The Jets in the conference championship couldn't get a lot of offense tonight. You know, can't you know Darnold can't do it all by himself. With us now, our man in Las Vegas, co-founder of the Bet the Board podcast, former odds maker at Caesars. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman contributor, CBS HQ, FS1 Rakes Hub, and SI. Todd, what's going on in Vegas right now? Is everybody losing their heads because you know sports gambling is legalized in other states, and now you guys aren't going to make any money anymore? I mean, I've already put my house on the market. So if you guys know somebody looking to buy a uh, very affordable townhome. In an up-and-coming neighborhood in Las Vegas, I can cut, give you a cut-rate deal if you take it off my hands before the end of this segment. A shack far off the strip. That's what that was code for, Todd. If, if you, know, you know what? I, I can use all sorts of vernacular to try like and that. fluff it up as best I can, but you're going to have to pay extra if I'm going to throw in the dog. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Hey, if you live near where the 51s play, I'll come out there and take it. I'll go see the Mets before they move to uh, Syracuse. <laughs> if I lived where the 51s play, you most definitely would not want any part uh, of the house I was putting on the market. We will leave it at that, my friends. All right, so what's been the reaction in Las Vegas today to this, this big watershed moment in sports? I think everybody's excited about what it's going to mean to the sports betting landscape, that people's appetites are, are going to be... Uh, fueled a little bit more than they currently were with just Nevada as the lone purveyor of sports gambling options. And when you talk about, you know, the potential impact it can have on the Nevada economy, let's not kid ourselves. Most of the operators that are going to take a lion's share of the bets, at least initially in the New Jersey's and the Mississippi's, the Pennsylvania's, the West Virginia's, the Connecticut's, what have you, already have established presences in Nevada. And those will be the operators that are able to gain a stronger foothold in some of those other jurisdictions poised to open up sooner rather than later. But as we're talking about this, Todd, it's on a relative basis with the city of Las Vegas, the sports gambling is just a, a small percentage of the, everything that we're talking about in terms of tourism and all else. My, my curiosity is trying to put a number on what that shadow market that suddenly gets activated is. Some claiming tens of billions, others hundreds of billions Clearly, we can't put a, a dollar amount on it, but it, there's got to be some excitement that some of that money comes back into the legalized and normalized kind of commodity. Most definitely, but I think the, if the expectation is that every dollar being wagered illegally, whether it's offshore with a corner bookmaker, is somehow going to find its way into a legal market inside the first six months to a year, uh, that oh, sports no. betting takes hold in other jurisdictions. Folks are only kidding themselves. Sure. It's going to take quite a bit of time uh, because let's also not pretend that the American way is to buy now, pay later on credit cards. It's the exact same arrangement that you have with your bookmakers where you can make bets now and square up at the end of the week or the month, depending on how those arrangements work. It's a much different phenomenon when you have to go into your wallet, fork over cash to make a wager, or deposit an account actually betting with funds that you've already had in your possession rather than uh, essentially playing on the margin. So what's this going to mean, Todd, as far as money? Obviously, this is something that was approved because everybody realizes it's not stopping, gambling is too huge. What kind of money are leagues like the NFL and Major League Baseball, what are they looking to make out of this? Well, I think they're all trying to figure out how they get their piece of the pie. Uh, The NBA and Major League Baseball have proposed their quote-unquote integrity fees uh, to try and get a piece of the handle, knowing that they'll be 
handsomely rewarded as a result. Uh, The NFL has taken more of a wait-and-see approach, at least at this current juncture, saying that they're hoping for more federal involvement and they get Congress to install some type of framework where it's going to be consistent from state to state, uh, which for all intents and purposes I can actually agree with because I think right now when you consider driving across state lines, you could be dealing a very different product, and who knows about some of the geolocation software that will be put in place. To put it in a better context, if I were to spend a weekend in Laughlin, Nevada, or to go up north to State Line, Nevada, and interfere with the Arizona and California borders, depending on the location, I actually can't use a mobile app issued by those casinos, despite being inside Nevada, because of how the cell towers work. So there are a number of logistical concerns that are going to be out there. And what better illustration than maybe having all those folks that live in Manhattan migrating across the bridge to spend their Saturdays and Sundays watching college and pro football in lovely Hoboken so they can bet legally. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. On the hotline with us, our man in Las Vegas, former odds maker at Caesar. He's the co-founder of the Bet the Board podcast. You can find that at Bet the Board Pod. Contributor over at CBS HQ, FS1, Race Hub, SI. You can find him everywhere. You can also find him on Twitter, at Todd Furman, our buddy Todd Furman, with us talking all things related to the Supreme Court ruling. So as we see the dominoes start to fall, the first first mover advantages to this, you know, if you're looking at Pennsylvania, or I, I know the state of Illinois really looking at this nice and hard right now, trying to figure out how they get get in. Does that mean we, we get that put in with perhaps a little less of the regulations that could come down the pipeline as more states get involved? Well, I think the biggest determining factor uh, for a lot of these states will be the tax structure. When you look at Nevada, it's about a 7% gaming tax right now. Uh, New Jersey and Mississippi also a relatively low tax bracket as far as when it comes to how the operators will pay their piece of the pie. Pennsylvania, on the other hand, between 35 and 40% all in. That kind of makes for an untenable market where you're not going to see the traditional you know, minus uh, $1.10 both ways just because books won't be able to make it pencil. So it's going to be very curious to see how those states handle things. Illinois, again, a state that hasn't always exactly uh, been great for some of the casino operators in the past despite having a population that loves to bet sports. Similar scenario unfolding in Missouri. And I think ultimately that will be one of the big determining factors to see which states are able to have the most success, despite the obvious, the ones with larger populations should mean to aid a larger influx of sports wagering dollars and ultimately ancillary tax benefits. You know, for me, Todd, it's really going to come. I know that the beginning of this is they say brick and mortar is what's coming first. All the physical places you'll be able to walk into in states like New Jersey, West Virginia, wherever it is, and go gamble. But for me, it really is going to hit that other level when suddenly it's easy for everybody to say, you know what, in this state, it's legal and you can gamble from your phone. Once that happens, it's going to be like the wild, wild west. And I really believe what's ultimately going to take place. New Jersey may start brick and mortar, but come football season, I think you're going to have all sorts of mobile options readily available. So you'd go in, you'd make your deposit, and if they happen to approve remote funding, then you're talking about a whole different animal entirely. But it does beg the question, you have your major casino operators now that will probably get an inside track, but when do the Facebooks, when do the Googles, when do the Verizons, the AT&Ts, or some of the other cellular technologies that are out there try and ultimately get a piece of the pie? So uh, I think it definitely becomes the wild, wild west, and it's, your guess is as good as mine in terms of how this landscape will look six months from now, six years from now, and even further on down the road. All right, lay the odds of which uh, sport has the first guy to, quote, accidentally bet the wrong team and his opponent. 
<laughs> well, I think you're going to have some confusion right off the hop in New Jersey. For folks that have never bet baseball, when it comes to uh, listing your starting pitcher when a guy gets scratched, you think you have a winner, and then you come to find out you, didn't, you actually bet on Clayton Kershaw. You didn't have a bet on Walker Bueller. Uh, so there's no feeling uh, more demoralizing than that when you've watched for a full nine innings thinking you had a winner, and then they're only told by the sportsbook operator that you're getting a refund out of the deal. You can follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman, our man. In Vegas, former odds maker at Caesars, now co-host of Bet the Board podcast. Check out everything you need for Todd right there on Twitter. As always, buddy, appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. You got it, gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Be good, buddy. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. All night tonight, we have told you about why we picked the Warriors and what we saw tonight to illustrate why the Warriors were able to take a one-game-to-none lead, blowing out the Rockets 119-106. And one thing we told you at the beginning was if you thought the Rockets were going to come into this series with a huge advantage and win because the Warriors were on the ropes or because they weren't the team they were the last three years, you are a fool. You fell for the oldest trick in the book, and that is the Warriors were building their entire season to peak right now. They've been to three straight finals in a row. Eventually, even the best of teams get bored. They try to figure out a way to get through the regular season and then advance. The Cavaliers and LeBron have been going through this for years now. Now they're finishing fourth, and here they are in the Eastern Conference Finals. It happens. Steve Kerr tried to spend all year with with his just trying to spur the guys on. I can't get through to my guys. I can't. They don't listen. Things are awful. The first world problem Steve Kerr has, I can't motivate my three-time NBA Finals team, the Golden State Warriors. This is what they were peaking for. This is what they were getting their season to gear up, to peak right now. Western Conference Finals, NBA Finals. You saw a little bit of it in the last round. Game one of the second round, but the Pelicans are going to give them trouble. They play the same kind of style. Anthony Davis, this is dangerous. The Pelicans have been playing really, really well. And what happened? Game one, it was, oh boy, that wasn't really a contest. And the rest of the series wasn't a contest. Yeah, they got a game. Great. Wasn't close. And now everybody who thought, oh, the Rockets, they played so well, they got home court event. Now all of that is gone. And the Warriors won a game in which the Rockets did everything they could. Razzle-dazzle hoops up and down the floor, holding the ball, shot clock down to three seconds before they hit a big shot. And Katie and the Warriors would come down the next time with a shot. 10 seconds off the shot clock. No sweat. Coming back down. Okay, now come down and do it again. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Because this is how good the Warriors are. They are peaking for this moment in time right now. And that's where they are. And that's why it's no surprise they beat the Warriors the way they did tonight. I picked them in five. You picked them in four. And I'm, you know, if, if I had to ch- if I had to pick again, I might come around to your side. I say I'm I'm gonna go for that fourth. Certainly week. not extending it out any further from where you're at at five games watching I'm watching what seven. you did tonight. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free when you're an american express platinum card member don't be surprised if you say things like chef what course are we on i've, I've lost count or shoot that shoot that and even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 